Well, good afternoon, y'all. And happy feast day. Thank you. Guys, today we celebrate uh, All Saints Day. And I used to always get confused about this one. All Saints Day, All Souls Day, what's the difference between those two? Because tomorrow is All Souls Day. Um, All Saints Day, we celebrate like the big saints, those big brothers and sisters of ours, so to speak, that have made it. They got to heaven. St. Therese, St. Thomas Aquinas, St. Francis of Assisi, those big ones, right? Tomorrow we celebrate those little saints, like our loved ones that have gone before us, right? That we pray for them, and uh, we pray that they're in heaven for all of eternity with the Father. So that's the difference between these two days. Today we celebrate the ones that we know. They're the ones that give us hope. They're the ones that give us courage. Because they were just like you and I, men and women born with original sin, men and women that struggled with all kinds of crazy sins. But there are men and women who at some point in their life encountered Jesus and turned their whole life around. You know, I remember uh, growing up as a kid, um, the men's gymnastics team, 1984 gymnastics team, like they won the gold medal that year. The first time men's gymnastics done that in forever. So I had posters of my favorite gymnast up on my walls, right? Why did I have those up there? You might have had similar posters, right? Uh, well, it was because it was a constant reminder of the kind of person I wanted to be, the kind of athlete I wanted to be. It kept in my mind every time I'd see them, the goal that I had set before me. Just that visual picture, right, was something that would inspire we do that as Catholics all the time. We do that as families all the time, don't we? I remember growing up in Grandma's house, down her hallway was all the pictures of all, the, all of her kids, all of her grandkids, all of the great-grandkids splattered all over the wall. There was no particular uh, way that they were set. There was no matching frames. They were just all up there. Why do we do these things, right? Well, it's to remember our loved ones why we have statues in Catholic churches. A lot of times Catholics get struck and hit with this thing of, oh, y'all worship the saints. Um, Well, from the exterior, it might look so, right? We have little candles burning by them. We have kneelers sometimes. We'll be in front of them praying. Um, It looks like we're worshiping graven images, right? But as a Catholic, we know that whenever you and I see these statues, we see our family. We see our big brothers and sisters. We see St. Therese who inspires us as a young adult that went to the convent and died at the age of 24 and gave her whole life to Christ and became one of the greatest doctors, theologians of the church. We see a statue of St. Thomas Aquinas and realize that the gift of the intellect is something to aspire to, but not to get arrogant with, but that we use our intellect for the glory of God. We see St. Francis in everybody's yard. Even Protestants have St. Francis in their yard. Um... Why? It was to remind us that St. Francis was a playboy. St. Francis was, was quite the, the little hottie eye growing up, right? He was the life of the party. He loved carousing with the ladies. Um, he had all the wealth that he needed. And then, man, all of a sudden, Francis experienced Jesus speaking to him from the cross. Francis, go and rebuild my church, which has fallen to ruins. And we see Francis make a radical change in life. And he gives everything he has away and he begins to follow the gospel in a powerful way. So much so that this one man impacted the entire church even to this day. From the 1200s to today, everybody remembers St. Francis. Right? So why? Well, these are the people that give us hope. They give us courage. They let us know that becoming a saint is possible. You and I are called to be saints. That's what we're called to be. How do we do that? Well, we look to them as examples. They did it. 
And they have every kind of saint imaginable. Whatever you struggle with in life, they have them. Be it sins that we struggle with, they have them that help to overcome those sins. Be it sicknesses. They have saints that have... There's a priest uh, that I'm praying to right now for a buddy of mine that had a stroke. He had a stroke in the middle of Mass. So there's people that have struggled. There's people that have lost their fingers because they were persecuted for the sake of the Gospel. Another priest, they cut his tongue out because he was preaching the Gospel. Right? They have people who are sick, people who had cancer. You name it, they have a saint to suit your needs, right? They give us hope and encouragement that we can be great saints. Like, that's the goal. How do you say, well, Father, I know, look, Father, I don't want to be like a great, great saint. I just kind of want to get to heaven. Well, dude, if you want to get to heaven, that means you want to be a saint because you can't get to heaven if you don't want to be a saint, period. Only saints go to heaven. Right? We need to make a movie about that. All dogs go to heaven. I think all saints go to heaven. Right? That's what we need. We need men and women today that are going to be the next St. Francis. Men and women today that are going to be the next Thomas Aquinas. Men and women today who are going to be the next Therese. Right? But not to imitate them totally because you're particularly different. You have your own gifts that you bring. And God wants to use those gifts just like He did with all the other great saints. And He wants to take those gifts and He wants to change people's lives with those gifts. And He wants those gifts to be the very thing that works for in accord with your own salvation. So don't think that those great saints, those Francis's and Therese's, well, those were special people. No, they were, but they were ordinary people like me and you. That struggled with things like me and you. But they responded to an extraordinary grace. And they didn't give up. They knew that their life was to be the life of the Beatitudes. That's what we're called to. The blessed life. Doesn't everybody want to be blessed? Right? Raise your hand if you want to be blessed. (laughs) Yeah. We want to be blessed. So Jesus tells us how to be blessed. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Right? There's the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who are mourned. How many people have ever mourned? Yeah. Did you know that you're blessed? I normally go, well, no, I don't feel like I'm blessed when I'm mourning the death of my loved one. But Jesus says, blessed are those who are mourning, for they will be comforted. Right? Why? Because we mourn not with a sense of hopelessness with our loved ones, but with a sense of hope that one day we will see them again. That they are still alive, fully alive, more alive than you and I. Because they live forever with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and Our Lady and all the saints. And so we go to them, we go to those saints, and we say, pray for me. Whenever someone's standing in front of Therese, I'm not praying to Therese. I'm asking my big sister, like I would ask you to pray for me, and you would say, yes, Father, I'm going to pray for you. How much more can we turn to our brothers and sisters who are standing before the throne of God and say, pray for me? I need your help at this time in my life. Give me strength. Speak to Jesus for me. Now, the Scriptures do say there's only one mediator between God and man. That's Jesus Christ. Don't let the Scriptures say that, doesn't it? Does that mean that you can't mediate for me? Whenever I ask you to pray for me, you're a mediator. You're standing with me. You're standing in the the throne. You're standing not in the throne, but you're standing in line with the Father. You're praying for me. You're mediating. 
You're a mediator. So, yes, we can pray for each other. And so if you and I can pray for each other, how much more will the saints in heaven pray for us? They want to do that, right? Because they know what the blessed life is about. And they know the fight that it takes for us in this life to win that prize. They've done it. They've gone before us. And so we come today to celebrate, to honor them, um, and to offer up this Mass that we, you and I, can also be great saints, right? That's the goal. That's why we're here today on our lunch break, coming in to get Jesus in the Eucharist, so that we can become great saints. And they give us great hope as we walk the same lives that they did. Amen?